morning. Welcome to the All 49ers Show. I'm Grant Cohen. That's Jose Sanchez. The 49ers play the Raiders yeah. this week, which means trap game. Hey, last week was uh, more of a trap game. Yeah, this week is super uh, dramatic. Are the Niners going to win this week? I don't know. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Brock Purdy because we don't talk about him enough. But at first, I think we need to start with uh, like the, the playoffs, like the, the seeding. The Niners are the three seed. But it's starting to look like they're the best team in the NFC uh, even if they are the three seed, how do you rank the contenders in the NFC? You actually got to catch a good part of that uh, that Cowboys Eagles game. Um, the Cowboys kind of won that convincingly. It was just like I think Dak threw a pick six that pretty much spotted them like the extra points, and you know Dallas' defense hasn't been as elite as it's been in the last several weeks. Um, Gardner wasn't bad at all. He was fine. He was like, like we said last week, I was like, they can get straight by the next last few games of Gardner, but you know, they, they did lose that game, which was, th- I thought it was definitely on the table. And now you're going to face the saints, which yeah, it's, I, I think the Niners right now with the weather looking at with Purdy and everything that the fact that Purdy utilizes all the open receivers, especially down the field that Kyle Shanahan scheming up and dialing up that it's, it, it, it's hard not to. It's hard not to argue that they are number one. I saw they they're already the uh, number one in the power rankings by NFL.com. It, it's kind of hard to disagree that you know because who's who second? Then they got the Vikings who barely scraped by the Giants, which I think I start giving the Giants a little more respect in terms of their defensive capability. But yeah, it's it's. I mean, I, I still am just gonna give the slight edge over to the Niners right now without there's just because Jalen Hurts just did so much for them. Miles Sanders was irrelevant in that game. Which is this, you know same thing you pointed out last week. It's like without Miles, without Jalen Hurts, you know Miles Sanders yeah, might not yeah. be like a fishing back. So all of a sudden, yeah. look. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. What's interesting about the NFC is like you got the Niners third, Minnesota's second. They're twelve and three. That's legit. They're in terms of like net points, which I think is an interesting stat. They're plus five. How are you twelve and three and plus five? How does that happen? So you said they scraped point by. differential, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so you said they scraped by over the Giants. Man, they scraped by over everyone which makes them kind of an enigma because they beat Buffalo by three, you know? Like, they have a good win under their belt, and the Niners don't have – the Niners beat the Chargers. That's the best win they've got. Uh, still, I think they're not – even though the Niners don't have a win like that, I think they're the best team in the NFC with Brock. If mm-hmm. uh, they were still rolling with Jimmy Garoppolo, it would have been like, no, no, I'll take Minnesota, I'll take Philly, and I'll take Dallas. I like the Dallas team this year. I mean, they're, they have the same record as the Niners, and they're um, plus 131. The Niners are plus 145, so Dallas is pretty good, too. And for them to put up 40 on the Eagles and put up 40 on the Vikings is pretty impressive, I would have to say. Yeah, I mean, but most of the good, most of the best teams are also in the AFC anyways, right? Who else is, like, could the Niners be facing the NFC that would be like, that was a good team that to face? Just, just literally the Eagles and the Vikings Maybe and the Cowboys, Dallas. and they, they can't Maybe face Dallas. them in the regular season. Other than that, I mean, they just faced – a team that was in the playoff or play a wild card in the commanders. And you know, that we can pretty much say they're not that great of a team. They're like, it feels like average. the Niners exposed four teams in a row the last month, right? Yes, they have. It's yes. like all of them, yes. literally all of them. I mean, <laughs> or took advantage of them. Like the books is the books. It's like, are just so bad. That's, that's, that's a terrible team. It's really just like the NFC is slim pickings. It really is. Whereas like, if they face anyone in the AFC, it'd be like, okay, Bengals, Chiefs, um, bills, um, that's it for the most part, but they do have other capable teams who would who would make like a nice little slobber knocker there. 
But yeah, I think I I think you still gotta go there, and maybe the cream will eventually rise with the last two games remaining. I know, I mean, it's kind of I'd be hard pressed to think the Niners are gonna lose any of these two games. You know, regardless of if there's playoff seedings uh, of um, if there's playoff seedings at stake for them in the season finale. But I think now it's gonna it's gonna have to like weed itself out. I mean, Eagles still have to lose out before the Niners actually to get there, and then Minnesota. It's gonna, be, it's gonna be it's gonna be very hard to see if they're gonna make that that, that finish to the end like that. One thing that's intriguing about Dallas to me this year, intriguing. I'm not rooting for them, but like they got T. Y. Hilton. I always liked T. Y. Hilton. I know he's older <laughs> now, and he well, he's been on the team for one week. He caught a 52 yard pass last last week, and I think if you're gonna if you're matching up with the Niners and you're trying to put up points against the Niners defense, it's not freaking easy to do. I don't think so many teams have tried to tink, dink and dunk their way down the field against the Niners defense. It doesn't work. The linebackers mm-hmm. are too good. They're too damn good. You got to go down the field. You got to bypass the front seven entirely. And uh, I mean, Dak Prescott's pretty good. T.Y. Hilton. I mean, C.D. Lamb's not that kind of deep threat. But I'm That's just what saying. the Commanders did basically last week. Yeah, they were like, "Look, we're going to take shots," and they put up twenty points. It's the best with Taylor freaking Heineke. So I think other teams might try to do that too, unless. The last four was by uh, Carson Wentz. <laughs> I was thinking they might, they probably should have started him the entire time. I wasn't super impressed with Taylor Heineke, although he wasn't the problem in that game. He definitely was not the problem. That team was just no. <laughs> not good enough. Who's not to say? Who's not? Who's not say that SF can't shut down DLS offense? They can. We saw it last year, and this year their offense is worse. Yeah, I didn't say they could shut. They could shut down anyone's offense except for. Maybe but Ty, Ty does does give them like a nice little like. It does. It does give them a little more pep in their step, but let's see if he's gonna do it. You know, if he's gonna actually pick it up over the next few weeks. Because other than that, I'm, I shouldn't be afraid. All right, I got another big picture question for you. Is this 49ers team better than the 2019 team that went to the Super Bowl and was winning with like six minutes left? Man, that's really tough. That's so tough. And I always love these questions because that's always like the first year where I actually start covering the team hardcore, and it's like, damn. Like I was trying to think about. Like what? What my thoughts were, what my feelings were during that time, and I want to say 2019 that has the edge still, but I don't know if that's because of how they started out so like dominant and fierce and didn't let go of the gas at all, other than like the Falcons game. True, uh, they started out hot. They started they out. They were eight and zero, nine and zero before like they took the Miami, Miami, excuse me, Monday Night Football against Seattle. Um, damn, and that was a game where they missed hell of people. I, I still give in the slight edge to 2019. Because 2022 isn't fully written yet, but right now the mm. way 2022 is trending, it, it's getting there. Both defenses, it, 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 I wouldn't argue with anyone that wants to stay there on par. I, I'm still going to lean with that defense being a little better in terms of, I think, overall their pass rush was like more fierce just because, you know, this year they just, have, they, just have, yeah. they just have Nick, who's obviously way better than anyone they had in 2019, but at least 2019 they had a collective of everyone where it's like, hey, who are you going to take? Who are you gonna take? And then That's you true. know, I'd argue maybe Buckner and that year. That's true. That's true. Ryan's yeah. might have been a little better than Robert Sala. And then offensively, it's like the quarterbacks this year: 2019 Garoppolo, 2022 Purdy. You know, it's almost neck neck. Maybe Purdy's better because 2019 Garoppolo actually was playing at a kind of high level, and they had Mostert, who was pretty much a home run gunshot. Um, I think slight edge is 2019, but 2022 is. Definitely knocking on that door and might get pass through the finish line to beating them. See, I'm gonna I'm gonna go full homer here and say that this team is better. I think it's better, and it starts with Brock. I think he's a big upgrade at quarterback over Jimmy yeah. Garoppolo, who didn't play well in the playoffs that year. We'll see how Brock Purdy does. 
Uh, they did have Mostert. Mostert was killing it that year. So that's that's a big plus for 2019. But this they got team, better offensive line this year. I think the interior offensive line in 2019 was bad. Yeah, they got Trent Williams. This year is more shored up. Bose is better now. Bose is way better now. They got Traverius Ward. He's such a huge upgrade over Richard Sherman. Not even close. Man, uh Funga is a better is an upgrade over Tart. Um those are two big ones. Mm-hmm. Um Brandon Ayuk, is he an upgrade over uh Emmanuel Sanders? Yes. Yes. I'd yes. say right now, uh, yeah. Christian McCaffrey, I mean He's not Raheem Oster, but he does what he does really well. I mean, they're different, but you could argue that McCaffrey's better. Uh, we could argue he picks it up the, in terms of offensive impact because right. he can receive and everything. So it might it might cancel out because where he doesn't have the home run ability as often right. as Moster does, it, it it's still so you I'd, I'd consider that like a scratch or a wash right there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or yeah. Absolutely. So I, I don't. It's close, but this team. Damn I mean, close. I guess they'd have to go to the Super Bowl to be in the same. They're not as accomplished as the 2019 team, but. I think it might be a better roster. Like if you were if you were giving it like a number grade on Madden or NFL Blitz, this team might be a ninety seven, or that and that team might be a ninety six. Is what I'm saying. But then that's and that's it, the, the most important way to judge a team: Madden scores. That yeah, NFL that's very scores. important. It's very because important. that game is so that game is without fault for sure. No, what the hell? <laughs> I haven't played that game in like seventeen years. Don't play it; it'll make you rage. No, but I think I think also another thing about is. I think it's we're definitely living in the moment right now. I think if this is the team we saw these last like four to five weeks of the 49ers, if we saw them just like two to three more times in October, then I'd probably be like, yeah, they might be better than 2019, you know, regardless of record. But 2019, they started off, there wasn't too much question. At least they were winning games. There was question early on, but, you know, as, as the season passed by, like a lot of their flaws pretty much got shored up. You know, the running game was dominant the whole time. Defense was dominant the whole time. People wondered, can Jimmy Garoppolo do it? And there's a few games where he showed he could do it and actually ended up playing well. Um, but, yeah, I can see why Brock Purdy's better just because of the mobility and the against the pass rush and everything. Also, you mentioned that in 2019 they started out really dominant. Well, this team is is finishing in dominant. Finish, yeah. You know, so that's something to point out, too. But they haven't gone to the Super Bowl yet, so we'll see. And I did that last year, too. They're just, they're just a finisher, not a starter. Yeah. Gammon says, remain objective and rank these uh, – these backup quarterbacks in order: Gardner Minshew, Mike White, Cooper Rush, Brock Purdy. Um, you go. Damn, you do the it. freaking ba- uh, backup quarterback rankings. Cooper Rush. Cooper. They're all. They're pretty much all serviceable. Why can't I speak? Serviceable quarterbacks. I think. Uh, man. Gardner Mission only started once. I'm gonna have to put him last because I need to see him more again because he hasn't started in like a year and a half. I might put Mike White first right now, but Brock, I think Brock Purdy should be one. Brock, damn, that's hard. I was man. gonna go Brock Purdy one, Minshew two, Rush three, White four. But they're all pretty. I mean, Minshew. I like what I think what separates Brock is his athleticism. He is surprisingly yeah. quick and fast and all that. Um, these guys are all kind of similar. Um, they're all pretty good too. I like. Them. I like they're Brock first too. I might. I might. Yeah. I might go White second, Rush third, Minshew four. Just because you know, I just was like I don't even know what version of Minshew I'm seeing anymore, other than just that one start. He's not that. He's not great, but he's started a bunch of games and put. Up, he's kind of like Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's put up decent numbers. Yeah, he's got a little bit of that. Yeah. Yeah. Linebackers are better now. Oh, yeah, I would have to True. say so. Huge, huge. Linebackers upgrade, are sure. better this time. Yeah, agree, agree. Yeah, 
Man, this team is true. Nice. Facts. All right, let's do. Let's talk Brock Purdy. Uh, he's played four games. He's gonna play two more. His numbers are off the charts. Is it possible he could win Rookie of the Year off of six games, five starts? He's making a case. He's making a case because you know you're going from. I think the fact where he's drafted is giving him more hype than he should be getting. To be honest, for that, Such it's because of that and the way the Niners are continuing the surge. And not only because they're continuing the surge, the third point is he's continuing it and making them look so much better, so much more efficient. Um, I didn't I didn't calculate this last game for points scored, but I remember I remember when I when Brock Purdy took over. I know it's only a small sample size; it's like three to four games now, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you average his points and you average the points that Jimmy Garoppolo started. I think the Niners are averaging a touchdown more with Purdy than Garoppolo where Garoppolo was averaging like 23 points per game and and Purdy was averaging like 29 30 something around that range so it's so it's a clear up when you're when you're a a touchdown upgrade that's huge for an offense so you're thinking of the other rookies I'm thinking of Garrett Wilson he's in the discussion Chris Olave um let's see this year rookie running back Kenneth Walker Ken, no, Kenneth Walker barely came on though, like a month ago. But hold so. on, what I'm telling you is that I'm looking at the odds right now to win uh, the Rookie of the Year. Like, oh, that's a good Vegas point. And bet on it. Garrett Wilson's minus two hundred, so he's the favorite. Yeah, Garrett Wilson makes Kenneth sense. Kenneth Walker is plus five hundred, and then Brock that's Purdy down. is plus seven hundred as the third favorite. Who's next? Christian Watson, and then Chris Olave, Brian Robinson Jr. So he, I mean, he actually like he actually has a good chance. And I'm looking right now, Kenneth yes. Walker. He's got eight hundred and three rushing yards and nine touchdowns. I mean, good, not great. Garrett Wilson. Let's check out Garrett Wilson. What's he got? 71 catches, 996 yards, four touchdowns. Okay, so he's going to he's gonna. And that's go what a rotating door quarterback. So Yeah, he's going to he might over 1,000 yards as a rookie. He might win. But as you mentioned, this Brock Purdy story is amazing. He's, uh, all, I mean, already more of a household name than Garrett Wilson. And uh, he's a quarterback. So. He's a in the seventh chance. round, Mr. Relevant. So I think I think that that might come into play in some of the thoughts. Like it's like, dude, this guy was a third string quarterback. The Niners had to hurt get their second, both their top quarterbacks hurt just for this guy to play. And it's like he came in there in a playoff atmosphere, playoff level pressure immense. Where if he cracked and played like and played so bad, people wouldn't have blamed him. But <laughs> he's not only answers the call; he's elevated. It's crazy. So I think I think all those things consider if he's looking good. Like he can't he can't just be a manager. He has to be looking good the next two games. Right. Then I, right. I I think he does has a you know a flag a, a, a flag to stand on right there. Plus, I feel like the people who are going to vote on this might think they're going to vote before the playoffs, and they might think that Brock might win the Super Bowl. He might be the first rookie quarterback ever to win the Super Bowl. So maybe they preemptively don't want to miss out on that, and they want to be like, hey, if if this is the year of Brock Purdy, we don't want to give the rookie of the year to freaking Garrett Wilson. Sorry, Garrett, and your thousand yard season. So it's possible. It might out. be between uh, Garrett. It's going to be Garrett for sure who's in the lead. But if, like I said, Purdy plays what, good over the next two games, it's going to be those two. Because Kenneth yeah. Walker got most of those yards in like two games. That's right. Yeah, most of those yards right. in two games. All right. So rookie of the year, it's not a, a this doesn't really affect the 49ers. This, this does. Can Brock Purdy win the starting job if the 49ers make a serious run? Like he's the starter going into the offseason. Trey, thank you very much, but you're our backup now. Can that happen? Uh, it can happen if he goes to the Super Bowl. If he goes to the Super Bowl, which is, I think, with the Niners is definitely on the table right now. Because, you know, with Jimmy, it was like, it, it was always on the table. But I wasn't saying that with so much, like, bass in my voice, confidently. 
Now with Purdy, now, it's now like, oh hell yeah, hell yeah. yeah, they're going gang, they're going Super they're, Bowl. They're, they're gonna go all the way. Yeah. Um, and if they do go all the way, um, if they win, I think he's pretty much won it. I, it's gonna. It, I think <laughs> yeah. he's pretty much won it. If they, if, if they I win the Super Bowl, can Kyle be like, yeah, looking forward to this quarterback comment? Like, what are you talking about, man? You just have that's, a, that's your franchise that's quarterback. Be, yeah. And I think, I think, I think he has. And I think after this year, he has been more validated, vindicated, credited, everything in terms of backup quarterbacks matter. So what he's going to do is whether he win or lose the Super Bowl with Purdy is they can even go to the NFC Championship game. They might still give it to him anyways. And they might just say like, hey, look, this is no slide on Trey. Purdy played well. We're going to give him the lead. We're going to give Trey a chance. But ultimately, you know, we, we went through three quarterbacks last year. So that means Trey is going to get a shot. You know, it's gonna. It, that's what it's gonna stand out to be. And you know what? After after this year, I think I'm starting to change my tune on backup quarterbacks. It's not just the Niners things now; it's really the NFL thing. I counted, and again, I did this like a week or two ago. Thirteen teams are missing their starting quarterback. Have lost their starting quarterback this year. So almost half, almost half the league, dude. Almost, it's that's insane. So I mean, you, you consider all that. It's like, man, backup quarterback really is becoming like. A very, very you need two quarterbacks. Smart. You got to be too deep at quarterback, which is all it's the crazy. more reason not to spend fifty million dollars on one, unless you have Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen. Yeah, man, it's just uh, you just think about it now. Like now, that's saying that cliche. If you got two quarterbacks, you have none. It's like, well, now if you have two quarterbacks, you have no shot at the playoffs. Is what you have well, now? If you have, if you have one quarterback, you might have none. Like you need two. You might need three. Niners are. I was third. a big believer in that cliche saying, but now it's like you know what? You, times are changing. You adapt or die. That times are changing. The same thing for those four or five years when the read option was going on. It's like, hey, yeah. either you move, you get a quarterback who can scramble a lot and mobile a lot, and, and you know, die with your statue quarterback, or you figure it out. It, it's it's literally transitioning now. So I think that's where it's going to look towards if if he just gets there. And I, again, I, Super Bowl for sure, NFC title game. I, I definitely think it's possible. So I think I'll go as far as if he just makes the NFC title game, I think I think he's going to think it's there. I think he controls his destiny in the sense that uh, – it's a stupid phrase. But I think he, he's, he does in the sense that he's never lost ever. And it's only been a month. But if he continue, if he wins a Super Bowl, he will be the first rookie to ever win a Super Bowl. He'll be immortalized in 49ers history. It'll be immortalized in 49ers franchise history. And he'll still be undefeated. There's no way you're taking the starting job from Brock Purdy. Again, as you pointed out, you could, they could say, you know, we, we've had a lot of injuries at quarterback. Brock uh, Trey's one play away from being right back in there. But forget a quarterback competition. If Brock Purdy wins the Super Bowl, it, it's a joke. He'll have the entire locker room fan base franchise in his corner. As I mean, he will essentially still be pitching a perfect game, man. He's never mm-hmm. lost. So we'll have – I mean, yeah, he, he controls his destiny in that sense. When he loses a game eventually, we'll talk about what his future is then. But it, until then, it's his team. Okay, what <laughs> happens if, if they go far, NFC title game, Super Bowl appearance, and even win it, but he's playing like crap? He's playing Jimmy Garoppolo style. Is, is, it, still, is it still entertainable? Uh, then it's a discussion. Then it's a discussion, absolutely. Um, I, I think that's a really good point because – what he's done in the regular season is remarkable, but it ultimately won't win him the job. What's going to win him the job is what he does in the playoffs or, or, or lose him the job one way or the other, right? Because we've seen Jimmy do things like this in the regular season, and the big issue with Jimmy was that he couldn't do it in the playoffs. So, Brock, let's see what you got. If he can, if he can continue this level of play in the playoffs, hard to t- – I mean, dude. Hard to take the ball. Uh, the, uh, the standard the ball isn't ball. high for him in the playoffs either because we've seen it. Right. 
It's right. been tra- it's been trash. I mean, the right. guy went for eight passing attempts in the NFC title game. I get that Mahomes Mostert was on a Hall of Fame level game, but yeah, you had but eight pass attempts, eight and six completions. What, That's what, absurd. The crazy thing is, if Brock struggles in the playoffs, what's interesting is the Niners might not say, "Okay, let's go back to Trey." They could say, "Let's call up Tom Brady," depending on what he does. Because he is the goat, at least that's what they said when they were when they were getting ready to play the Bucks a few weeks ago. The way they talked about it, what Kyle Shanahan said, what was anyone thinking? Uh, not wanting Tom Brady, the way they all lined up to shake his hand after the game, and the way he hung around to meet everyone, it just felt like people that think were thinking, "Hey, we might be colleagues next year, maybe." Let's just get to know each other. So I, I still think that's on the table. But again, Brock can silence all this by just continuing to do what he's done. And I think he can do it. Uh, I don't know. Do you think he's going to fall apart? In the, I mean, I, that, <laughs> why don't you tell? Why don't you tell Niner fans why you think Brock Purdy is going to totally fall apart in the playoffs? I'm not. I don't know. I guess we'll see. Who knows? We'll see. I just think. I just think I'm going to bet that he's not going to. He, he's just not going to. And I think because we've already seen him in these high pressurized games where he's been tested. It kind of reminds me. You know, we're talking about comparing this team to 2019. I remember 2019 getting asked like. Uh, this or remember remember the critique that, well, this is this team storming apart you know they're their they're first time like playoff look contender team they're gonna crack in the first or second round because they the people said they didn't play anyone and it's like yeah they they're not experienced but they've already been in those high pressurized moments games playoff atmospheres you know that they've pretty much been, been multiple Brock Purdy's been in that he, he stepped in the fold in the Miami game which pretty much was a playoff atmosphere we saw two a crack Brock Purdy didn't he played against the Bucks in a playoff team he needed to win playoff atmosphere then the most the ultimate the ultimate one short week prime time division team you hate hostile environment with the division on the line and you're injured he stepped he stepped up he showed great toughness and i think all that that he showed is trans is, is transferable it's it, it can translate over to the playoffs his toughness his fearlessness his poise his, the way he moves his legs like he, he might end up like shanking some throws but i mean yeah. i think that's one thing that's going to sustain itself and tra- and translate over and one thing, I think people look at him as kind of like a game manager because he's small and doesn't have a strong arm. Uh, and he hasn't thrown for like 300 yards yet. But uh, in his games that he's played, 33 points, 35 points, 21 points, 37 points. Like the Niners all of a sudden are a juggernaut on offense with this kid at quarterback. And I think what's interesting is right now the unit that shows the most vulnerability to me is the defense. I mean, in the Miami game, in the Washington game, their secondary was giving up, like, you know, open receivers. And Tua missed them. Tyler freaking Heineke and Carson Wentz hit him. And I'm curious, like, if the Niners don't win the Super Bowl, which could happen, uh, is it going to be because of their offense or their defense? Is it going to be because their offense can't score? Or is, are they going to have some game in the playoffs where Dak Prescott light, lights them up? You know what I mean? I, I'm curious. I mean, right now, I'm, I'm actually feeling like the defense is showing more more vulnerability than the offense. But maybe I'm tripping. I don't know. Yeah, it was never in the pretty much the run defense. I always kind of thought it was that. That's where they're most Back susceptible. In? Because who's really tested Chelano well, Hufunga like that? I mean, exactly. Like, uh, Lenore. Who's really who really tested Lenore like that? No one until this last week. And it was like I, I, Washington was like Marcus Mariota. We got Zayhan Dotson. I mean, we got freaking Taylor, uh, Terry McLaurin. Why not? We're probably going to lose anyway. Why not? So you go up against a team that has T.Y. Hilton, C.D. Lamb, or Justin freaking Jefferson, uh, A.J. Brown. Oh, they're going to go to work on D'Amador Lenore. No offense to D'Amador. But, I mean, he hasn't really seen what's coming his way uh, in the playoffs yet. He got a little preview 
But that's what's gonna that's what it's gonna be like. They're gonna be relentless in the playoffs, going after him and Hufanga. So I'm curious to see how that. Well, this was supposed to be a Brock Purdy topic, but um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just curious. I, what I, I guess the point is. Uh, dude, what he's doing with the offense is remarkable. All of a sudden, it's like a freaking like the greatest show on grass. And uh, yeah, he can win the job if he makes a serious run because the offense is f- for the first time in Kyle's in Kyle's tenure here. It's finally living up to the talent on the field. Finally, just saying. I w- I would say that you know you mentioned who'd you mention? You did mention the uh, Kirk Cousins, but I think the reason why offenses aren't even challenging the Niners that way vertically as much is because offensive they can't block Nick Bosa. They can't block Nick Bosa. Well, that too is just like, I don't trust my offensive line. I don't trust anyone. Is the quarterback going to get there? And like, am I really going to run this play on the off chance that, you know, we're going to get that pass off in the first. Can we hold the ball long enough to get the ball down the field? Do are, are we okay? Taking the incomplete pass and falling behind the chains, all that stuff. Yeah, I get it. And this is why I'm really fearful of the Eagles if the Niners ever face them because Jalen hurts. He mobility and he's got an arm. He's, he's, he has, Beautiful touch. AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, Zach Goddard. I saw this stat right before we hopped on. The, the Eagles, the Eagles have one of the highest. No, they had the second highest. The second highest big play was 20 plus yards in the league. 58. 58, yeah. 20 plus receptions. So yeah. that that's the team that you're going to be scared of for sure if you're going to face in the playoffs. So like Kirk Cousins, I feel like, is made to order for the Niners pass. Where are they at? You can't get away from Nick Bosa. Also, Joe Burrow, if the Niners face Cincinnati, like they're gonna sack him a million times, but someone like hurts to your point. Um, Josh move. Allen, Josh Allen, uh, so I, 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 he almost would almost seem impervious. To, I mean, I don't know. I'd like to see what what the Niners' pass rush would do with, with Allen because he could get away. Mahomes, we've seen it. Uh, so those are my questions. But yeah, <laughs> and I think the, to tie it all into Purdy on the last step is if that does crack. Okay, Purdy, what do you got? Can you go in a shootout? Because, again, this is where it goes circle back to the quarterback. This is what Shanahan traded up for Trey Lance for. This is why they right. moved off of Garoppolo. It's like we need more than a game manager now. Right. It's time to step up. And and to be fair, the dude, they're putting up hella points with Purdy because all of a sudden he's hitting touchdowns down the field. That's always been there. That's always been Let, there. Exactly. Let's, let's step back for a second. So the Niners were in a run last year in spite of – Jimmy, and we talked about this. Some people didn't agree. But what made the Niners offense special last year was the ability to score touchdowns from far out by handing to Debo. It was crazy. They were at the 25, handed Debo touchdown. Consistently. And that was, you need that, you can't just have to be at the five-yard line to score a touchdown. you got to be able to score from far out. And they Mm -hmm. couldn't in the passing game. But last year and in 2019, they had Mostert in 2019 who could score from far out. Debo last year. Now, all of a sudden, it's Purdy. It ain't Debo. It was Ray Ray for that one play. That was great. But it's freaking pretty, sweet. man. He's got six touchdowns of 25 yards or more, which is tied with Mahomes for the league, the league lead. And he's only played four games. This has changed everything because defenses are giving it up. They're like, hey, man, the Niners don't throw down the field. Uh, psych. Yes, they do now. <laughs> it's wide open, too. <laughs> and now George Kittle's getting two touchdowns a game. So, yeah, man, Purdy can definitely win. But, again, uh, I'd like to see if defenses catch up because what – I, I, we haven't really talked about this, but teams have no idea what to do with Brock Purdy. They're, they're they're putting six on the line. They're not respecting his arm. They're trying to stop the run, which frankly is not it's it's not a dominant run game right now. When, it's like thank Elijah, you, okay. It's like go what ahead, are do you that. Doing so to me, what I would do with Brock Purdy, I would not play eight in the box. I would not put six on the line. I would put two deep, but not super. See, this is what I would do. This is what Fangio used to do a lot with the Niners. 
two deep safeties, but put them nine yards off the ball. It's like a nine yard. It's like a nine man box. Like you, you, you want him to. You kind of want him to try to throw deep down the middle because that's where I, I, I want to see where his arm strength. Have that last defender head, so you can kind of like pick which side yeah. he's going to really commit to. But don't play an eight man box, two deep safeties, but kind of bring him ten, nine yards off the ball and see if, see if they can run on that. See if they can, you know, throw play action passes on that. That's what I'd like to see. Um, because teams haven't done that yet. I mean, teams no. are playing. Like, what are you doing, man? Watch this film. Yep. This is. Yeah, defense is probably better off making the Niners run anyways because the Niners don't have home run capability in the running game. I mean, McCaffrey is always thank you. It's, it's always there, thank but it's you. definitely less likely without Debo. It's less likely without Debo right now. Their offensive line is better at pass blocking than run blocking for the first time in Kyle Shanahan's tenure. People don't I, I aren't studying this team. They don't know. They're coming in here trying to stop the run. Like, dude, the run will stop itself. I'm sorry. That's how they've done it. That's how they've been this year. But they will play action you to death. Uh, McCaffrey. He's not exactly – he's not Roger Craig, but he's the best uh, receiving running back the Niners have had in a in – a, in a, since Ricky freaking Waters. He's really good. He's really good. I was saying, who does he remind me of? He's he's like Reggie Bush but better is how I would have to say. He's Reggie Bush, but you can give him the ball 25 times in a game if you have to, which he really couldn't do with Reggie. Which I'm kind of happy that, that yeah. Kyle Shannon didn't run him to the ground the last game. <laughs> we were a little yeah. afraid of that, and they actually t- tapered down his his usage. I don't yeah. know. I just think I think your run blocking uh, point is is true in that because McCaffrey every game I'm seeing his stats, he's always averaging three point yards per carry. And look, he's 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 better back than and that. Not, I'm yeah, not going to give better him all that. his faults. Right? He might be. It might be part of his fault. I think it's always going to be part of someone's fault when your stats are that bad. But I I, I feel like every well, time if, I'm if you stack the, the box against him. I mean, he's not that kind of guy who's just going to, like, power through for five yards. Yeah, no, he's not powerful. He, I mean, Jordan Mason's that guy. Elijah Mitchell is that guy. That is not what, – what, what's so great about uh, Christian McCaffrey is if you stack the box against him, you just throw it to him. There's no reason to hand it to Christian McCaffrey and be like, hey, man, go run it. No. No, no the whole thing is that you can beat him in another way. I like Christian McCaffrey. He's a hell of a player. But with him in the game, the Niners are a play-action passing team, and teams don't know it. They haven't figured it out. It's the most obvious thing in the world. I think in the playoffs, I, th- I just feel like teams are more prepared in the playoffs. NBA, too. You, yeah, they're all locked in. Yeah, man. I mean, like the Washington Commanders, you flew all the way across the country to give up 37 points to Brock Purdy. Like, you had no idea. what you were. Jack Del Rio, I love you, man. But, dude, did you not know about Brock? You could have called me, man. I would have told you. GDR stinks. Man, I actually thought he was really good. But he, his no, defensive no. game plan was like Jimmy was the quarterback. Because when Jimmy was the quarterback, the offense was run, run, 10-yard pass, run, run, 10-yard pass, run, run, 10-yard pass, and he never would throw down the field. He wouldn't do play action. It was easy to defend. Now that is not the Niners' offense at all. You know? It's kind of amazing. And teams are, like, so surprised. Oh, my God, bootleg? Yeah. That's why football is so much better because you got you. it's guaranteed teams, or almost guaranteed, should be yeah. locked in. Whereas, yeah. look, we just saw the Niners. It wasn't surprising to me that they weren't locked in the first half. Why? Because you had all this time off. Coming yep. off that huge high of building yourself up to be locked That's in true. against your hated division rival with the division yep. title on the line, and and then you're gonna come on a huge roller coaster yep. down to go face the Commanders, and it's like you know was what? it seven and seven? Was it seven seven? Half move my needle to me. Was it seven to seven at halftime? Yeah, it was. Wasn't yeah. it? It was. It and was, then it they kicked their asses in the second half. That was a little bit like the Warriors. That the Warriors do is they what well, they used to do is just kind of mess around for a half and then blow you away. All right, we got to stop with this topic because it's been going on for like. <laughs> A half an hour. Purdy is scary. Jimmy is not. Jimmy, good backup. Can he go be someone else's good backup, though? I'm, 
No, he's going to be a starter. Please. He he's needs start for the Jets. He needs a fresh start. Uh, Melody says, "Nice bedhead, Grant." Yeah, thanks. Do you see? Uh, do you no, use no, LA looks? Style. Do you use LA looks? Love the show. I don't even know what that means. But it's UCLA you. looks, apparently. Do you do you use LA looks? Uh, Tavarius says, "Purdy is being overhyped because he is Mister IR. CMC is the MVP of the offense. Look at the team record since he joined the team. Made Jimmy G and Purdy look great." Okay, that you reminds know, me of a topic I was going to disagree. I so disagree. I, that was a topic I was gonna I was gonna spit to you. Who's who's been more helpful the offense? Is was it CMC? It's the quarterback. Here, Purdy. It's the quarterback. It has to be the quarterback, right? It's the quarterback. All I know is they scored 13 points with McCaffrey on the field against the Saints, and it wasn't McCaffrey's fault. It was the quarterback's fault. The quarterback. So I'm going with the quarterback. Yeah, I mean, once I look at once I once I pre, it's, it's 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 as easy as like I said when you average out Purdy stat, uh, starts versus Grapple starts, he gives them a touchdown improvement. And to me, it's like I don't care how much yards, more yards they're getting. It's about points. Score points, and if you do that, you're the you're ultimately the upgrade. Yup. Uh, Impor or I'm poor. I don't even know what his name is, but it says you trust Kyle not to start Jimmy in the playoffs over BP. He's not starting Jimmy. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Purdy has to play. So. Purdy. Darn bad and or get hurt. That's either one of those two. Jason says the whole team is playing crazy good. The only concern to me is the undisciplined secondary. And hey, Grant, I've been a Niner fan for more than thirty years. Is that better? <laughs> sorry, I, I was uh, I corrected him yesterday over and more than. But I'm a jerk. I'm sorry, Jason. I was just being a jerk. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, the the secondary team. That's what I'm saying. Like now that Purdy's on the offense, I feel like the offense is not the issue. I don't know if they have an issue. But what ha Tyler Noah's given up five touchdown catches this year. Five. Five. Just wanted to point that out. He hasn't Kelton really been taking it away recently either. Nope. Kelton says, still a lot of quarterback controversy in chat. Can we just enjoy what's happening without that nonsense? We have an entire offseason for quarterback controversy. It's a good point. Guys, this is the best Niners season since 94. It's the most intriguing. We should probably enjoy it. I don't even root for the freaking team, and I'm trying to enjoy it, okay? Nick says Trey Lance will come back next season and prove he's QB one. I would love to see it. I'm not. I'm not rooting against. I'm not betting against him at all. Sidney Johnson says if the Niners win the Super Bowl, will you become a fan? No, no. Sorry, you already got the tattoos. You can always be like, I was always here, baby. Shut up. Sean O'Leary says just got here. Apologies. Shirt where it exposes it. (laughs) Just got here. Apologies if a duplicate question. Like it's on like my lower back, lower back. You know what I'm saying? No, it's always on your wing. Your angel wing. Okay. Have my Have either of you seen any mea culpas from the pundits that crowed about how the Trey injury Jimmy starting actually gave the Niners the best chance to win? I sure haven't. I, no, and I have. I don't watch uh, Colin Coward because you know that's a waste of time. But I would like to know: Has he said anything recently? Because he was so adamant that has Jimmy who? Garoppolo is the re- Cowherd, that Jimmy oh. Garoppolo makes the Niners good, and Kyle Shanahan holds back Jimmy. Like, did he? Admit that he was wrong about that and that Jimmy Garoppolo was... No, he never admits anything that he's wrong. Did he ever say, like, hey, you know, I was wrong and Jimmy Garoppolo is a replacement-level quarterback and any quarterback who's, you know, a a high-level backup or better could do better with his team? Not to my knowledge, but I'm good at tuning it out, too. So, I mean, to me, it's like, I don't don't care because they don't know what they're talking about. They're just going for reaction more than we what any of us do. Unlike us. Unlike us, because we are so thoughtful. Joshua Wyatt says, remember the debate... When they draft the trade, do we want a cheaper, healthier Jimmy G, or do we want to take a big swing? I'm rooting for BP, but how do you how could you give up on Lance regardless of what happens? You can't. And I think that's what's nice. It's good to have two young quarterbacks. It's nice. You want them. And what's great is they didn't 
take Brock Purdy with third pick. They took him with, I think he was the last pick in the draft. I have to check that. I think he was the last pick in the draft. They got That's where you want to take. Uh, He's getting paid $90,000, dude. <laughs> Jesus. He's paying to play for the 49ers. Kind of wait wait till they football. play the Vikings in the playoffs. They're going to show... I, this is gonna, a thousand percent. This is what's gonna happen. And if this happens, all of listeners, viewers have to take a shot. It's gonna be look at what the Vikings are paying Kirk Cousins versus look at what the Niners are paying Brock Purdy. Look at the efficiencies, and it's like, oh, that's, that's gonna happen. That's going to happen. Um, yeah. Uh, that reminds me of Marshall. Keith Falk. Murphy says that uh, McCaffrey runs with Marshall Falk. Um, well, Marshall Falk. Man, was, he was a good Marshall receiver, Falk was a Hall like of that. Famer. Man, there was in '99 he averaged five. No, dude, dude, when he was in his late twenties on oh, the Rams, too, he was so, he yeah. was like the best player in the league. Man, he was the literal MVP. He was he was the MVP in 2000, and he was number two in '99 and 2001. That dude put up 2,200 yards from scrimmage, then 2,400, then 2,100, then 2,100. I mean, dude, he was just better. But I feel you on that. I feel you on that. And, and calling Reggie Bush, he's be- yeah, Reggie Bush undersells McCaffrey. But CMC reminds me of work done, huh? Yes, he, I like work done. He was good. Work done was sweet with Atlanta. He was really good. He was Purdy equal Kyle Orton. Kyle Orton Kyle was kind of kind of slow. Was slow though. I feel like when you when you a comparison for Purdy has to be a good athlete. Like the guy is really quick, really quick. Um, Purdy same or better than Alex Smith? Man, it's been four starts. I think we look. What I'm trying to do is not make grand uh, statements about quarterbacks before they've started 2025 games. People do with Trey in the negative way, and I think it's ridiculous because no one can say anything about a quarterback after four starts. And the same thing is true. So I'm not going to say with Purdy yet. He does look like he could be, you know, Jeff Garcia plus. But I don't more know. more tape is going to expose him. Yes. And we're going to have to see if he can, you know, stand up to that. Tavarius says, can this team stop Hurts, Mahomes, or Allen in the playoffs? Team has issue with quarterbacks who are mobile. Look at our losses this year. It's true. Again, we're talking about how this is like the best defense in franchise history. If they don't win the Super Bowl, it might be because of the defense and this issue right here. So I don't know. But we need to talk about the Raiders. Very important oh game coming up this week. This is a must-win game for neither team. The Raiders might as well shut it down and lose the rest of their games, and the Niners could probably beat the Raiders without trying. So, very important matchup. How do you see this one playing out? Upset. No. <laughs> Hell no. What the? I see him playing on the Raiders are going to get stomped out, trying their hardest, while the Niners are going to probably sleepwalk because they're going to be hungover from New Year's. <laughs> they're going to be hungover from New Year's. <laughs> they could beat the Raiders hungover with their backups. That's how pitiful this team is. I don't know if you caught any of that disgusting Christmas Eve game. I did because, you know, we Mexicans celebrate Christmas Eve, so I'm over there with my family. We're You're a Christmas Eve house? Game. You're more of a Christmas Eve out than a Christmas night house? Is that how you do? Is that a Catholic thing? Because my mom, we were that way too. My mom's Italian. Catholic. Uh, it could be, but I just know, I just know, I always just know it's like, when I, we always used to say like, people, so I got hella, some of my friends be like, you celebrate on Christmas Eve? And I was like, oh, I don't know, Mexicans celebrate on Christmas Eve, so I always celebrate, we get the tamales out and everything, and we It's eat. better on Christmas Eve, in my opinion. Who are you It is, because Christmas yeah. Day, I just, do, I just, I'm just lazy. So yeah. we open the presents at midnight and everything, just to make it for real, the kids stay up and everything, so it, yeah. it was, it was fun. But no, I remember we were all watching that, and we were just like, turn this crap off, we saw Derek Carr throw his third pick in the game. My God, dude! It's, it's. I mean, they don't really have to try much. They don't have to study for this game. They could just show up and play like a scrimmage. This team is bad. It's just Devonte Adams, Devonte Adams. But even then, he doesn't get targeted. I, I think. I think what's going to be the key here. I think the only challenge of the Niners. It's going to be a stress test in how they handle a, a good running team, because that's all the Raiders have is 
handing it to Josh Jacobs, who's been one of the best, if not the best running backs in the league. Yeah. So I think of this, you got Armstead back, you got Kinlaw back. This is your good stress test game for these guys to really go up against a good running team. Just in case, you know, you're playing a Dalvin Cook. And I know that's a different running style versus the Raiders. And, you know, you're against the Eagles, against the Cowboys, all these running teams. At least that'll be something that can really, like, warm you up against a team that you could face in the playoffs. Because this game, I don't see the Raiders scoring any more than, like, 14 points. It's going to be, like, a 31-14 game. This matchup bores me. Because so the, the Niners are going to win by a lot. But what, what's interesting to me is just looking at the Raiders. They're such a mess. And, like, they've clung to Derek Carr for damn near a decade. Stinks. And it's finally looking like they're going to have to move on. They might – I mean, like, they should probably not play him the last two weeks. They might not because I think I said something about if he gets hurt, his injury guarantees for the next two years and he becomes untradeable. Right, so he might even not—he might not even play in this game. And I, I just Stidham saw, season, baby, Jared Stidham. I like Stidham when he was coming out of college, but I mean, no. But here, here's the thing about uh, the Raiders. Here's the thing about Derek Carr and why it's all over for him. He's kind of like Jimmy Garoppolo. Got this stat: so most losses by a starting quarterback in the first nine NFL seasons since 1950. You Stinks. got Archie Manning at 83. You remember Archie Manning, Peyton's dad, lost a lot of games with the Saints. Derek Carr, number two, 79. 79 losses. Go away, Derek. It's not gonna it's not all his fault, but like it's not gonna happen for you. You know how we were saying with Jimmy, it's never gonna happen. It's never gonna happen for Derek Carr. Go away. And now he's he's entering that stage of his career where he's like on a one year deal where, hey, we'll give him a shot. But we also drafted a guy. Yeah, you know, he's like the Matt Ryan stage of his career, except he's 32 or something. Who the hell wants to root for Derek Carr? How much how do you bring in Derek Carr to your locker room and team and players are like, we got this. Super Bowl. Let's do this. No. We're gonna they gave lose him the ten best games. receiver in the league. They gave him a premier running game, and the dude got regressed. Who'd have thought he regressed? This is why. This is this is almost the same point of why I never was for like any points that you gave or other people pointed. Like, hey, they could have. They, they didn't need to trade Chandler. A trade of Chandler. They could have just took Kyle Pitts or Jamar Chase. And it's like, yeah, but he wouldn't be anywhere the way he looks if you have Jimmy because right. it would have been the same thing. And then I think right. And that was my point with the Christian McCaffrey trade. That was my point with the Christian McCaffrey trade. I'm like, hold on, is the quarterback yeah. still Jimmy Garoppolo? They're not going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's not like it's not like you're giving a promising young player like a stud. Like like look at Jalen Hurts. All of a sudden, AJ Brown. I think we talked about it in the off season about like look, we compared like off teams off, off offensive acquisitions, and we mentioned that Brown trade. It's like look, Hurts in theory should get a little better, and AJ Brown thing at least will help round out. I'll give a good uh, a good gap there, so make them better. Um, and wh- wh- other teams made a trade like that too. But yeah, that, I think that's pretty much <laughs> we, we already know what that is. And I think Derek Carr crumbles like a cookie with pressure. So this might be like at least like a five to eight sack game for the 49ers. You know, like one of the things that we like about um, or appreciate with Brock is how calm and confident he is, and how he doesn't really seem intimidated despite the fact that he looks like a little kid on the field. Dude, that is not Derek Carr. Derek oh, Carr seems so like timid. so much anxiety. Like, oh my god, I'm gonna get hurt. Oh my god, I'm gonna get hurt. Oh my god, I get out of here. It's like, dude, g- retire. What are you doing, man? Like, you don't need to play football anymore if that's how you feel. You have enough money. You've done it. And you're not that good. Like, go away. Retire. Ever since he broke his back in 2017, <laughs> yes, he seems freaked. And I guess you know that happens to players that play football. You get hit. Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't even play that that timid, and he's had way more injuries than but, him. Yeah, Jimmy's Mr. Happy Feet, but Derek Carr is like, he takes happy feet to the whole. He's extremely elated. He has elated feet. That's how happy they are. 
Spider Rico says if Purdy continues this trajectory and wins the Super Bowl, he costs only three point three million to keep him until twenty twenty six. LOL frees up money for free. <laughs> yep. yep. And that's one of the things. Like if you don't have Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen, get someone like Brock Purdy, pay him no money, and you must I mean, the Seahawks won a Super Bowl when they were paying uh you know, Russell Wilson like a million dollars a year. I mean, th- this has happened a lot. It's kind of mm-hmm. a lot. It's happened before. Ern says Bears, Broncos, Bengals, and Bills. Have to run have uh top top run defenses. Two of those teams beat the Niners. To stop play action, you stop the run. These teams will test the Niners' offense, in my opinion. Thoughts. To stop play action, you gotta be able to stop the run without selling out to stop it. If you can stop the run with seven, you can stop the Niners. If you have to stop the run with eight and nine, you can't stop the Niners. I think that's kind of what it is. So yeah, if you have a, a top run defense and you can shut it down with your D line without having to bring down your safeties, yup, you're in good spot. For sure. Because you don't need to establish to run a play action. I never understood that idea. You don't. You do not. Keldon says, to Cowherd's credit, he does have guests that will push back. Nick Wright correctly pointed out that Jimmy was better than the quarterbacks of year one and two. We don't give Colin Cowherd uh, credit on my show. Are you kidding? <laughs> v says, have you seen NFL defenses adjust to Purdy yet? If so, how do you think he's adjusting back? No, I they haven't seen adjust. They're acting like the Niners don't do play action and don't move the pocket. Like, guys... Watch the film. Watch the film. Jimmy G-String to the uh, Las Vegas Fakers, I guess. I mean, how it, that's there? such a lateral move. You get you move off Derek Carr and bring in Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, let me. Where do I sign up for season tickets? Where can I please give you my money? I want to watch. It's an upgrade. It's an upgrade. <laughs> anyway, that's the show. I got to get down to Santa Clara and here. Kyle Shanahan talk the genius the legend in the making Kyle god damn it Kyle Kyle me I, me and my wife always say Kyle just like that come on Kyle <laughs> that's what Kyle. my cousin always say he's like Kyle <laughs> every time he sees like, like what was that that fourth and one play against the commanders I was like what was yeah. that my cousin on top of his line god damn it Kyle what the, was that <laughs> that's so funny King Q says hey Grant side note what system do you use for your shows uh I use StreamYard it's super easy OBS is not easy. So uh, I would say StreamYard. That's the show. Thanks for watching. I'll be back tonight, Niners After Dark. See you at 6. Thanks, Jose.